So what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's supposed to be a topic or whatever, but then we got to thinking, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, I don't know. We could talk about procrastination. Because <laughs> we always put things off until the last minute instead of just doing them. Right. Which is so weird because that kind of comes along with like time management and stuff like that. And when it comes to work, I manage my time and I manage like what we're going on and I map things out and I route things so that we do things in the most efficient way and that things are done on time. And I'm really good about it at work. Yeah. But then at home, it's like, eh, I don't want to do anything right now. Right. <laughs> and I'm so bad like about I've, that. I've been doing this at work and I just, I don't, I don't even want to mess with it. I know. I'm like, I don't know. The same thing, like, because I'm still, you know, working on my master's degree and I'm in that final part, like, of the capstone. I just need to complete my study and then write the last two chapters and and I will have my master's degree. And I keep saying, I'm just going to do, because I'm doing, like, the instructional unit using podcasts or whatever. And I'm like, when I'm at work and I'm in my my go mode. I'm like, when I get home, I'm going to figure out what we're going to have for dinner, get that started. And then I'm going to go out and I'm going to record an episode and I'll at least get one done a night. And then I'll have the whole series done like a week and a half. And then I get home and I'm like, hmm, I could watch a show <laughs> and then I'll figure out what we're going to have for dinner. Yeah, I mean, And then you get home and I'm like, well, we could eat and then we could watch a show or I can, <laughs> take my shower sometimes that's a good thing though because i mean you need to be able to you know to just take a break and relax i know I mean, when at work you're just like go 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 i mean you need that time to not go and to like just rest your brain not even you know just like zone out or whatever and just kind of but do you ever, so like for me, when I procrastinate and, and I'm definitely a pro at it, um, I put the pro in procrastinate, <laughs> but when you do it, like when I procrastinate mentally and I guess emotionally or whatever, I feel bad immediately. So, like, if I don't do something that I I know needs to be done or that I need to get done in this time frame, even though I am the one who chose not to get it done, like, when I go to bed at night, and I'm like, I didn't get this done. And so then I literally, when I'm going to sleep, I, like, berate myself and feel bad because I did not accomplish what I should have accomplished and so even though I enjoyed whatever activity I chose instead of the activity, like, I don't feel good about myself at the end of the day because I didn't get done what I needed to get done. 
I don't know. I like, don't really have that, I guess. I'm just, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll do this later or whatever. And then I don't really think about it until the time comes. It's like, crap, I wish I had done this already. So I wasn't rushing now to get it done or whatever. But like in the meantime, it doesn't really click that I was putting it off. Oh, see. And and I know a lot of people like that, or at least that, that talk like that, like, you know, put it off until it absolutely needs to be done, especially in like an educational setting, right? You're like, oh, this assignment's due. And even though you're told, get it done ahead of time, don't put it off till the last minute. You don't know what'll come up. You don't know what'll happen. And then they'll be like, it's fine. I put it off to the last minute. And then, and we're not talking about the religions class that we took that I put effort into and you did not and you got a better score. We're not bringing that up, sir. I see the smile in your eyes. I put effort into it. 30 minutes. Right before class. I do well (laughs) under pressure. I don't know what to tell you. Under pressure. I do not. But that's the thing. Like, And there are people like you that do really well with that and you're just like, yeah, I can still get it done. No problem. Where I, At that point, I would have been like, I'm just failing. It's my fault. It's my fault I'm failing because I put it off, but I'm I'm just going to fail. Like, that's the end of it. I'm just, you know, and then, like, I'm going (laughs) to just be mad at myself and, like, but I don't, and I, so many people I know will put it off to the end and they're still fine. They're like, it's fine. I got 10 hours till it's due. And they do it in that 10 hours and they can do it and they're fine and they don't seem, at least when I talk with them or whatever, they don't seem to put off any kind of vibe like, ah, I was stressed or anything where I'm over here like, I know it's due 10 days from now. I'm going to get it done early. And night one, I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then I'm like, eh, I'll wait until tomorrow. And then I go to bed and I'm like, why didn't I do it? Why would you put it off? Why did you not get it started? Tomorrow you will do it. And then tomorrow will come and I'll choose another activity instead of that one. And then I'm like, I guess, I don't know. I just have, I guess, the ability to, I don't know, just clear it out of my mind when, when I'm like, I'll just do it later. Then I just don't really think about it for the most part, but I don't know. And the way I do my work and and like programming and stuff, like the way my mind works, you know, I can come up with and have, you know, a problem and I'm can get stuck on it and then I just have to stop thinking about it and I like put it out of my mind just do something completely different and then when I revisit it fresh then you know, I can get back to it and it's like just coming to it you know brand new I mean I still remember what I had done but being able to figure out what the problem was I was running into so I'm guessing like that's kind of part of why when I procrastinate <laughs> I can, you know, just be like, well, I'll just do that later and then not even think about it until I need to think about it again. And maybe think, I understand why now. You used to make that comment of, you asked me, it hasn't been six months yet, don't ask me again. (laughs) But why that would make sense for you, because you're like, "Eh, I don't need to get it done right now. (laughs) I can get it done eventually. And when it comes back to my brain, I'll do it. And I'm over here like, I asked you a month ago. I asked you two months ago. I asked you three months ago. I'll just do it myself. Like, And you're like, eh. I know you were joking when you would tell me 
like wait six months, but yeah. But I mean, it kind of goes along with like how you're saying that like you, it's so easy for you to put it out of your mind when I'm like, this task needs to be done. Even though I'm choosing other tasks instead of that one, it is in my mind. It is not leaving my mind. See where, when I'm like, I just don't want to do anything and I'm just going to chill out. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I'm like, well, now I feel bad if I don't get up and help. So now I have to do this. I'm trying to just chill out. And this sucks. (laughs) Where I'm like, I cannot just chill out when I know that stuff needs to be done because it makes me feel bad. Like, I, I don't know how else to like state that, but it literally and physically makes me feel bad. Because I know it should be getting done and I'm not doing it. They were. I'm just like, I can put it off to the last minute. No big deal. I'll still get it done. So whatever. I mean, big. that's how my brain and attitude towards it works. I'm like, well, I know I can get it done. So it'll be all right. I'll just put it off. and See, and like. No big deal. I think the biggest like example of that, like at least the most humorous example I can think of at the moment of that is Christmas wrapping. Wrapping presents for Christmas. I am like, they need to be done. They need to be setting out. They need to, it like two weeks before Christmas even comes, you should be done wrapping presents because I don't like putting stuff off to the last minute. I don't feel. And then we normally spend the night before Christmas (laughs) wrapping all the presents. (laughs) Not a creature was stirring except us wrapping all the presents because we didn't get it done because we kept procrastinating and putting it off. Yes. And then we still always get it done. But it's last minute and you don't get a chance to enjoy looking at them and and having people like curious and waiting and wondering like what's going to be there because there's no visual. Well, see, for me, it's more like the anticipation of it coming. And then when you do wrap a bunch of presents and stuff that hadn't been wrapped that night before – and then people get up. It's like, holy crap, there's so many more things out here now. <laughs> and it's like that magical Santa Claus came and dropped off all this stuff. See? Like it's kind of that, I don't know, Christmas magic thing, uh-huh. I guess. Maybe. And see, where I look at it is like, no. Like, I loved, especially as a kid or whatever, I loved, like, seeing the packages and, like, imagining what might be in them and and that anticipation of what what could that possibly be what would fit in that what and you know how much does it weigh <laughs> um, for me <laughs> that drives me nuts because i mean that gives people more of a chance to actually guess what is in the present and it i feel like it takes away from some of the surprise i don't feel like it takes away cuz then i'm like yes i was and, right right and if you were right then you weren't as surprised but i was excited Yes, but to me, like those <laughs> gifts are supposed to be a surprise. Like, and I feel you know, not having that opportunity to you know pick it up and shake it and feel it and guess what it is and everything else. It, you know, adds to the surprise because you're not able to do that. So then, when you see it, you know it's almost time to open it. So you don't have that much time for like picking it up and guessing and everything else. Yeah. I don't know how we ended up together, sir. (laughs) We are so opposites. I was just thinking, I don't think that's a story for this particular podcast. (laughs) That's true. 
I mean, it's not bad. We were neighbors. It was Christmas time when we first met. So, you know, I think we went. Was that 13 years ago? Wow. I mean, I guess we did like one of the episodes we talked about Mm -hmm. how we met and stuff. Yeah. So, So, but I don't remember what we said, but I assume probably all lies. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with your answer. I like yours better. It was all the truth. No, it it was. I mean, we're pretty honest about that. So, but yeah, I just thought about that. That was 13 years ago. Right. Wow. Long time. For real. I mean, we've I need been to meet married. somebody new for Christmas this year. <laughs> we've been married 10 years. So. Oh, you're right. So was that 13 years ago? Or? Yeah, because it was 2008. I thought it was 2007. 2007. Let me think. I moved to I'm Missouri sure in 2006. Christmas. Then we moved over. You're right. It was. It's been 14 years. Yeah, it was Christmas of 2007. That's true, man. I really need to meet somebody new for Christmas. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, 14 All years. Don't you have a Christmas. couple of seven year itches to scratch or something? Exactly. Yeah. So you are my longest relationship. Just putting that out there by over double now. So there you have it. My goodness. Anyway, though, so back to kind of. Uh, procrastinating yeah that's how we've spent (laughs) today is like catching up on a lot of procrastination stuff and then i'm like i still need to do all of these things tonight before i go to sleep and and then i do things like pick up extra shifts at work or agree to helping other people or doing these other things and i'm like why why did i agree to that when i know i have something else going on right and i don't know i was thinking like for me, the biggest thing, like when I do procrastinate or something, like the biggest thing that I can recall that I've procrastinated with was like, you know, big life changes. That's like, well, I know I need to do this, but, you know, that's a big change. And then, you know, you have the stress and anxiety of, well, what if it doesn't work out, everything else. And for example, like I, hung and finished drywall for 12 years. And then, you know, I mean, I went back to school and I was ready to move into a different field, which is where I'm at now, you know, doing web development. But I mean, that, you know, those are two very, very different fields. And that was a very big change. And that, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Like that stresses me out. It's like, well, I'm putting this off. I don't need to, I need to just get it done. But like, you know, trying to psych yourself up to just do it. I don't know. In my head, it would be like if I was going to go skydiving and I was up in the plane and like getting myself to actually jump from the plane. Like that's where my level of anxiety gets with stuff like that. Which makes sense. Cause we've talked about that. Like, I am more, my anxiety is not moving to the new position or different field or whatever. Cause I, I've worked in customer service. I've worked in like food service. I've worked in gas stations. I've done home health. I've taught, I've worked um, with individuals with disabilities. Like I don't, my anxiety is not switching fields at all. My anxiety when it comes to that is the loyalty part of like, I have anxiety of giving my notice to the the one that I'm currently doing. And it's like, well, see, I mean, before I 
was doing drywall, like I was still, I'm pretty much a kid. Like I was, uh, 19. Let's see. Yeah. I think I was 19 when I started hanging and finishing drywalls. So, I mean, before that it was like all of these like, you know, small factory jobs or fast food. It wasn't any big deal, but it was just, you know, once I became a parent and I did this job for 12 years, then instead of, okay, well, I'm just switching jobs. Like to me at that point, it became, this is a huge life change. Yeah. Like in some way, like after 12 years, I mean, drywall had been a huge part of you know my life for that 12 years. Cause that was what I did. That was my career. Well, and that was kind of the point um, I was getting to is it's, it's, it's a yeah. huge change for you. And that's where the anxiety for you comes in and stuff. Yeah. And for me, like I'm good with like, switching between industries and all of that stuff. But I also have this thing where I'm like, mm, I'm tired of like, I like to rearrange the house. I like to rearrange the rooms. I don't like things the same constantly. I need them to change. And so I'm and, like, Oh, we could move to this other location now. And like, every time I bring that up, like I can see <laughs> in your body language that you're like, please tell me you are not serious right now because I cannot do that. Like, I can see the anxiety rise in you where I'm like just staying in this one place forever. Like, see, it drives me nuts when like, I come home and you're like, you, you have rearranged things. And I'm like, why, what was wrong with the way it was? There was nothing wrong with it except you were bored with it. So you moved it. Well, it, it's like, not that I, I was I, bored with I it. It's understand. that I feel this overwhelming desire that things need to change. I cannot have things the same. I know it's just like in constantly, in which my is head. why I can change between fields and stuff because, right? I don't. <laughs> but I mean, like rearranging the house and stuff. Like in my head, you know, if if there wasn't really a oh well, this would work so much better over here, and does the and it's it seems to me like there was no reason behind it. It's like okay, well, you, you were bored with the way it looked. Like that's how I can make sense of it in my head, I guess. Because otherwise, like to doing it just for the sake of doing it seems like way out there to me. I'm like, well, it it was fine. I don't know why you had to mess with it, but whatever. And and our son's like, that same way. James, um, he hates when his sisters and I go in and like clean his room and change anything around because he's like, it was fine the way it was. Why did you mess with it? But then you have. <laughs> Trinity especially, but even Air, you know, Ariel and Kayla and stuff, like and I'm just talking about the ones that like I <laughs> I I gave birth to brought it. Like we have to. And they're like that. Like especially Trinity. You can't just have it. There's like this thing that causes like I don't want to call it pain, but it it's I don't know how to explain it, but there's just something that it makes me feel like it, I guess maybe it releases endorphins or something like that. Like having that change or having it different, like it makes me feel more elevated or happier. Where it, when it's always the same, it kind of brings my mood like more towards a depressive state. See where I, but I am bipolar, so it may very well be related to that. Like I can't, yeah, where have that. I like stability i like things that i know are going to be this way i know how this is going to go i know where my stuff is i don't have to worry about it 
And like the change is more likely to cause anxiety in me than, you know, keep it, keep it the same. It's good where it's at. It works. I, I don't understand why we need to change it. We're like some of the stuff that we've rearranged is well, yeah, that makes sense because we're doing this thing and that will work really well for, you know, whatever we have planned. But when it seems like, oh, you rearranged the furniture for why? Like, I, I don't know. It baffles me. Like my brain, I just don't really comprehend it. I just go with it. It's probably really good that we don't have a lot of money because honestly, if it were up to me, I would uh, redesign our house. Like, I, like, I don't know. I'd be like, I want it. Cause even now I'm like, I want this wall to be gone. I'd like this more open and I want that changed. And I think this would be better if we could afford to do that. You'd probably have a lot of anxiety and I'd be over here. So happy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Write in, tell us, comment on, you know, all those things, our Twitter account. I am on there now. So I actually do occasionally post on Twitter email. Tell us, <laughs> are, are you, and are you like I, me? Do you like things to be changed constantly? Do you get a lot of like daily anxiety when you procrastinate? Or are you like Aaron and you're like, yeah, it's fine. It'll all work out. It'll be okay. And please don't change the way things are. Well, I mean, like I wake up in the middle of the night and let the dogs out at, I don't have to turn on the lights because I know where stuff is. But then if you change stuff, I mean, I might be tripping over things. <laughs> if I ever go blind, I am <laughs> in a lot of everything. trouble. <laughs> she will rearrange stuff on purpose just to mess with me. And I the will end you up said, in- if I ever go blind, I'll like to think I'm moving it all. <laughs> She'd be like, I'm going to create a maze. And it's going to change every single day. I want to put bookcases in the hallway. (laughs) Listen, no, you got to give me credit because when our dog, Snowball, when she went blind, I quit moving stuff. Yes, but that was our dog, something that you loved probably more than me. And you would move things just to torture me. No, but I would definitely change like the not necessarily like move the furniture around but i would definitely be changing like the backdrops more often so like the walls would be different colors and and like you couldn't be like oh my god that doesn't work because you couldn't see it (laughs) so i vote that we do that but no please don't go blind because then that would be a huge change for you and for your uh current profession yeah i don't know why but Recently, for whatever reason, like the thought has gone through my head like multiple times. Like it just pops into my head. Like, what if I were in some accident and became a paraplegic? Like I couldn't use my legs and I was in a wheelchair. Like, how would that affect like the rest of my life going forward? Like, how would I deal with these things? And I don't know why, but these things go through my head. Well, I for no real reason. Like, I mean, I my legs work fine. I've never, I've, I've thought about what it happens if I like, I were to like break a bone and like, how would I get to work and how would I like do all of these things and how would I 
Because like if I broke a bone Which in my leg, bone are you breaking? Well, if I broke my leg, right, I would have a cast on. Would it be my left leg or my right leg? Would I be able to still drive, or would I have to have somebody drive me to work? If no. I broke my arm, would it be my right arm or my left arm? Would I be able to type up my documentation? Would I be able to assist the individuals I work with? Like, like those things. And I all and I am that that what is the worst thing that could happen kind of person. <laughs> Because those those thoughts go along in my brain when I go to bed, as well as the, you know, why didn't you get this done thing? Um, but then I, I will have conversations with myself that say, if you are falling or if something is happening, turn so it's the left side. Yeah. <laughs> because if I did something to the right side of my body, I don't know what I would do or how I would function with. <laughs> so I don't think of things as bad as like becoming paralyzed but i have these little conversations originally like i i use asl in work to interact and converse with um, asl mm -hmm. asl yes anyway to converse with asl american sign language oh. sorry and just in case anybody doesn't know what asl is um but i use it it currently at work so it has become very helpful to me. And I've used it in quite a few, like when I worked at a gas station, I would sign with individuals who were deaf so that they had a way to communicate with others and stuff. But like my original actual desire to learn it was as a kid, like I knew that my great grandmother had been deaf and that was always my worry. Like that was one of my biggest worries was that I was going to end up being deaf at some point in my life. And it like, how would I communicate with people at that point? And even though I can read and I can write until this moment we're talking right now, never occurred to me that I would still be able to communicate with people <laughs> unless I learned to sign. And so like, that was a big reason on why I, I learned ASL was so that I would be able to communicate if I ever went deaf. Right. So I don't know, you talking about like if you had like gone deaf or something. So that makes me think or reminds me of something that I saw. I don't remember if it was a video or just a post or what, but the idea was uh this guy's daughter has this cochlear implant and you know, she can hear with that, you know, at least to a certain extent. I don't mm -hmm. know how well that would like how things sound that way but there was also the statement of you know, i feel like i should have the right to turn that off you know when i choose to just because i i want to and i was thinking i was like i couldn't imagine like having the ability to just shut my ears off and be like no i don't want to hear any of it like i i can't imagine like, I mean, there are times that I'm like, that would be so cool to be able to do. Right. I Which mean, makes sense. Like, you can close your eyes if you don't want to see something for a little bit. You're just like, I'm just going to close my eyes. I don't have to look at it. I don't have to see it. But yeah, but like, with the hearing, that's, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I definitely yeah. full heartedly agree with the individual's right to. Be like, okay, I do have this. I have this tool in my bucket. I can use it or I can choose not to use it. Right. And um, I would I would guess somebody that has been deaf 
from birth or something that has one that I, I, I guess I would guess it could be kind of a comfort almost kind of going back to your childhood, just kind of like close your eyes, turn off the implant. You can't hear anything and just kind of you know, be in your own world. I mean, there are risks that could come with that, but I mean, typically those things are already, or there's stuff in place because of that, you know, like, uh, lights, if oh, yeah, there's I was a fire say, alarm or something that could still implants. get your attention. Yeah, because you, you would definitely still have those because even with the cochlear implants, most yeah. of them run on um, batteries. So they either need to right. be recharged or they need to have batteries replaced. And stuff yeah, that's like that. what so I'm they're saying. they're not so like, worn 24-7. I mean, I'm sure that there are individuals who do, but... Are already kind of taken care of or whatever to a certain extent where if I all of a sudden had the ability to just shut off my hearing, you know, that wouldn't be the case. There would be a much higher risk of things happening like that. I wouldn't be aware of. You say that. (laughs) It just made me think when our children were younger, I woke up to every sound, every movement. Like if something was off when I was sleeping, I was up because I was like, what was that? What was going on? What happened? And then when our youngest was old enough to just get up in the middle of the night and come like climb the bed, I knew that she could comfortably do so. It'd be safe. Like something in my brain said, okay, you no longer need to hear sounds at night. Now I sleep through tornado sirens and storms galore. Like you and the kids would be like, did you hear that storm last night? I'm like, was it really a storm last night or are you like messing with me? Because I heard nothing. So... Like it, it just made me think of that because I hear nothing, and you're always like, everything was going on last night. And I'm like, mm, I heard, I don't believe you. I heard nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just made me think maybe it's a topic for another episode, but it'd be kind of cool. Like, if you could choose to just turn off one of your senses, I definitely would not want to turn off touch. I feel like that would be the most dangerous of all because, you oh, yeah, there be are people to- that have. Yeah, that, that. But I feel like it's a lot easier to get burnt or hurt or have like stuff shatter and yeah. So I definitely wouldn't but want to turn that at off. At the same time, like you know, having the you know feelings like turning. If you had the ability to turn off your pain receptors, like if you were in a you know accident or something and you were in severe pain, if you were able to turn that off. That's true. Instead of having like pain medications or something to dull it. Yeah. I mean, while for healing. I mean, pain is there for the purpose of telling you, you know, hey, something is wrong. But I, if you could turn that off for an hour or something, like I couldn't imagine how good I would feel. Like if I could turn the pain receptors off in my body just for an hour, I'd feel like freaking Superman. <laughs> like, well, I mean, no, my, I, I, I get what my, you're saying. My body is constantly in pain. I mean, it's to a point now where it's kind of, I mean, most of the time it's just kind of a dull pain. I'm sure it's just as severe as it's always been, but it's more of a, you know, over time I've just dealt with it and, you know, it, not that bad. I mean, there are times where it is a lot more painful than other times. And like in those times, it's like, well, it, it would be really nice if 
you know, I could turn off those pain receptors for a little while. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of cool to think about like, well, what if? Yeah. Or, you know, what if I could, you know, just chill out, turn off my eyesight for a while, like for whatever reason, like maybe there's too much light and I want to take a nap. They have stuff for that, dude. It's called the sleeping mask. It goes over your eyeballs. Yeah. I cannot sleep with one of those. I don't, do they make you feel claustrophobic? Cause they make me feel claustrophobic. See, and my head, I, I would be afraid that I would wake up, forget that I had that on and think I went blind. <laughs> and it would freak sorry, me out. Sorry, it's not funny, but that just made me laugh. I'm sorry. I know that was probably way inappropriate, but it made me laugh. So, but anyways, since we procrastinated this episode right. or recording this episode so long, you want to. Ready for some trivia? Yes. All right. We need to get a little switch theme song to, 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 to switch to game mode. Something, yeah. And a little uh, segment. Yeah. Like, uh, we'll have to come up with something at some point. Yeah. Just don't copyright it. In the Netherlands, it is required that all police cars be equipped with this. A. Oh, do you have a guess before I say it? No. Nope, sure don't. I'm I'm just waiting to hear what the options are because I feel like <laughs> I'm already off to a bad start. <laughs> so in the Netherlands, it is required that all police cars be equipped with this. A, a flamethrower. <laughs> B, a tea kettle. C, night vision goggles. Or D, a teddy bear. See, that's not fair. It's, it's in the Netherlands. Yeah. Because okay, so like the teddy bear, I could kind of see because when like an officer is responding to any kind of um, like domestic violence or having to help remove a child from a bad situation or something. Yes. Sorry. So, I feel like it could be that. I know in Spain they take naps. Maybe in the Netherlands they have tea time and you need to be able to stop wherever you're at to have tea or offer tea to somebody. I don't really feel like the flamethrower is an option. And the night goggles, maybe. I don't really know if they're darker more often. Like, I know depending on where you are from the equator and stuff, you have more dark hours versus light hours. Yeah, I don't. And the closer to the equator, it's more like equal. I guess so. Maybe you do have to have them because it's dark more frequently than it is light. I don't really know. I mean, couldn't a flamethrower help serve that purpose as well? I mean, it, it would light things up a little bit. I, I don't guess. know, but when I think of that, all I think is Bowser <laughs> spitting flames out of his mouth in the original Mario. <laughs> so I just don't feel like it's flamethrower. I don't know. I don't know enough about their culture to know which one is accurate, but I want to say it's either a teddy bear or night vision goggles. Um, we need to do this, like those lifelines. So I can have you eliminate two and then I still have two to guess from, but I feel like you would have just given me the two that I chose, but then I'd be like, Oh, I know one of them's it. Um, so I'm going to go with, a teddy bear. Yep, it is a teddy bear. Oh, yes! 
I assume for the reasons like the you know, we to were comfort. Saying, you know, yeah. So, question number two. This is another one of those stupid trivia things that, for whatever reason, I knew before I read the card. Of course, before you read the card, like you knew what the answer was going to be before you read anything. Well, no, like I read the question, and I'm like, I know this. I've heard this. I don't know why I know this or why there's a name. I don't know. But I do need but. to clarify something really quick for corrections corner. Um, I said, don't copyright it. It's don't infringe on the copyright when choosing a a little go between. I I just wanted to put that out there that I did know the difference, even if my words fail me. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, what did you know? What are you asking me that I wish I didn't know that you do know? The correct term. For a blob of toothpaste, once it is on your toothbrush, is A, nurdle, B, <laughs> bibble, C, bloviate, D, lollygag. Okay, it's either A or B. Can you say those again? A is nurdle. Nurdle, like N-E-R-D-L-E? N U R D L E. Okay. Nurdle, nurdle. Okay. Like nurdle, like turtle. Kinda. Okay. And then B is Bibble. B I B B L E. So Bible with an extra B in it. I was thinking like bubble, but Bibble. Well, that's um, Which is close to Babel, which is apparently not what babies do anymore. It's some like language learning software. Um,. I don't know. Now I'm thinking of Bubble Bobble, the game. <laughs> now I want bubble gum. Um, but so I don't think it's that. So I think it's Nurdle, but it might be Bibble. I think it's Nurdle. It is a Nurdle. Oh, yes. Hey, I'm doing pretty good tonight. Maybe we should procrastinate yeah. recording more often. <laughs> and that's one of those things. I read it. And I'm like, I don't know why I know this. Like, I knew that. It was a nurdle, and I have no idea why, where I first heard it. <laughs> it's a completely useless piece of information, really. I, I mean, wish I had known it but, when my children were young, because I bet they'd have been more entertained and interactive with brushing their teeth if like, they could- Get a nurdle on the brush. Yeah. Do you have enough nurdle there? <laughs> it's not a very big nurdle. <laughs> that nurdle won't fill your mouth. All right. And now, some astronaut trivia. Ah, two out of three ain't bad. A according to <laughs> British astronaut Tim Peake, once in space, many astronauts, A. Pee themselves. A. Try to turn the ship around. Oh, I bet that's it. B. Report alien sightings back to Earth. I don't think so. C, try to propel themselves around by farting. Now, see, that sounds fun. <laughs> D, rush to change their underwear as soon as possible. Okay, so see, I definitely don't think it's rush to change their underwear as soon as possible because I feel like you're kind of stuck in that because I, I've heard that you're attached to kind of like a catheter or something. I could be wrong. Odds are I'm wrong. I normally am wrong, but I'm pretty sure that you use some kind of like catheter or something because of like the way gravity works and stuff like that. So I don't think that you would be changing. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think it's the underwear. 
I think it's either rushing back to earth or propelling themselves around, I guess with farts, but I feel like they would definitely want to try to propel themselves around. Why are you looking like that? You said rushing back to earth. So A, try to turn the ship around. Yeah. B, report alien sightings back to earth. And then C, try to propel themselves around by farting. And D, was rushed to change their underwear as soon as possible. So you like combined (laughs) three answers. So that I couldn't be wrong. (laughs) Well, I guess D and B, like rush from rush to change the underwear. Okay, so I don't think it's the underwear one. So I think they're either trying to A, return to Earth as soon as possible, quickly as possible. Try to turn the ship around. There we go. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with that. Um, or C. And I really just want to go with C because I really want to know if you can propel yourself around farting. So I'm, I'm just going to go with C because it's something that I would want to know if I could do it. And the answer is C. Yes! Three for three. Duh! I think that's a record for me. I think that's the first time I've ever gotten all of them. We're stopping there. There are no, no, don't you pick up another card. No more questions. One more card. No, I have a perfect record for once. And that's not fair because now you're laughing and I want to know what the card says. I I think it might continue. All right. A study has shown that kids do this an average of 288 times a day. Oh, well, I don't know. These are some good choices here. A, wipe boogers on their clothes. No. B, ask their parents questions. Yes. C, pick their nose. No. D, put their hand in their mouth. Crud. It's either B or D. But the first thing that popped to my head was, how come? How come? Why? Why not? How come? And that might be because as a child, I used to say, how come? (laughs) A lot. So... I feel like it's probably B. It's either B or D, but I definitely feel like it's B because I don't think, I mean, kids do pick their nose a lot, but I don't think it's over 200 times in a day. I don't know. So I'm going to go with ask questions. It is ask questions. (gasps) So did you ever get called a light bulb or get told that you weren't a light bulb? No. I don't know. I, I got told that a few times when I was at what? What? Oh, see, that was not my go-to. My go-to was literally, how come? How come? How come? (laughs) Well, see, my thing was, I don't know, somebody would say something and I didn't hear it. So I said, what? And what are you, a light bulb? No. I was thinking I got told a lot that my dad was not a glass blower because apparently I made a better wall than a window because I would like block people. I heard a better door than a window. Well, there you have it. I made a wall. I don't know. You were not getting past me as a child. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Why didn't you play football? No You're one would pass linebacker. me the ball. I don't know. So there you have it. All right. So you're four for four. Maybe we'll you'll have to keep ask or answering questions next time. Hey. See if you can keep it up. I'm a Wendy's meal. And just because of being busy and some family stuff going on, I don't know if we will have an episode next week with Christmas and everything else happening. Christmas is in two weeks. Well, I mean, with Christmas coming up soon oh, that's true. and everything going gotcha. on. So we will see. And if we do have an episode, great. If not, have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Whatever Kwanzaa. you celebrate. Saturnalia. The works. And you can... 
uh, go back and listen to our why it's okay to say happy holidays episode. Yes. Happy holidays. Until next time. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know.